family, sometimes the rough patches you run into with clients can be amplified when it's a friend of yours that you as somebody in our position, you expect more. It's almost like you hold your friends or your family to a different standard as your clients to either be more understanding or to Mm -hmm. not do some of these, um, you know, unsavory things, right. That maybe we look past or expect out of those who we're not closer with. And so it's a great example that, you know, I'm still friends with this person. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Hello, once again, it's level up time. I'm Daniel. I'm here with Katie. Hi, Katie. Hello. How are you today? Today. <laughs> I thought you're asking how us two are. It's you two. It's not me. You've got uh, you've got a guest with you. I'm alone. Uh, the guest is trying to get out of the bedroom right now. He's creeping around. This could be really misconstrued by somebody who's listening to us and not really realizing what we're talking about. The guest is a dog, everybody. Yes, it is. So I believe. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually not looking at the bedroom, so I'm assuming it's a dog. <laughs> but yes, I am blocked up in here trying to stay as quiet as I can from the kids and hopefully they won't interrupt. Um, Daniel is in the office today. And to be honest, I was in the office on Tuesday. So it's not like you're the only one that's in the office where the kids are at home. Mm -hmm. We're splitting our time, you know, even Steven, even Steven. I know. Well, yeah, I'm doing what I can. I've, I've been here for 40 minutes. I got a lot done though. Got a lot done. So that's good. Happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, good segue talking about the kids who happen to be family. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this, that's the family we're talking about, but maybe eventually one day once they get older one day, but today we're talking about working with family and friends and all the good things that come with that. Um. And potentially some of the rougher things that might come with that. But we're talking in the, in the sense of being clients, I believe, not so much partnering with them, which we're intimately familiar with working with family from a actual doing work together perspective. But when you're in our industry... I feel like that was one of our first episodes too, working together. Was it? As Probably. A couple. We'll have yeah. to go back into the archives. So you can go back, yeah, to when it was really old and really... It was called balance. So it was, it's re- funny. I, re- I, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you, you go. I was totally going to go in a different direction though. So, but yes, it used to be I, called I, balance. Yes. All right. We'll um, continue on and I, So working I, with <laughs> friends and family. <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, and before we get started to everybody, please do as always, Subscribe to this channel so that you don't miss past episodes and future episodes as they come out because we cover all things real estate and real life. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of those examples. So follow us on all the major platforms. 
give us some feedback, ask us some questions because we love interacting with y'all. Yeah. And make sure to join our level up Facebook community as well. The link is in the show notes. So we just uh, post our podcast, but also do our live sessions and some extra resources in there as well. So head on over, answer the questions, make sure you answer the questions because a lot of people are there kind of not answering the questions. We don't know if you're actually a real estate agent or a decoy trying to get into, I don't know what you would try to do. We, we right now probably have, I'm going to say 50 outstanding requests to come in who just haven't answered the questions. And so don't be one of those people because you'll sit in limbo for the rest of your life or be denied. We need to know they're not like intrusive questions. We don't want your measurements. Are you looking at me? You're like, you're like really checking something out there on the video. I've got this bump and I'm like, is this a pimple on my cheek? It looks like it. I, I don't know. I don't know if this episode's going to video, but if it does, maybe we can find out in the comments <laughs> from everybody what they think. Is this a pimple? Oh boy. Anyway, that, you know what? That should be the, the title of this 40, episode. You should not have pimples anymore. That's not fair. Well, it's, you know what? I think it's kind of fair because we've got upcoming teenagers now and we need to, we need to live their strife with them so they don't feel so nervous. If my parents would have had pimples when I was getting pimples, I would have felt a little better about myself. I wouldn't have been able to say, you don't understand. Oh, did you hear how my voice even cracked when I did that? It's like I was back as a teenager. All right. Well, anyway, let's get back to family and friends and working with them. So um, we did just go through our our boot camp for some of our listeners about uh, lead gen and all that. And one of the most important things that we talked about, spoiler alert, if you haven't yet listened to, to it or watched it, is that the easiest and most important place to start is in your sphere. And Mm -hmm. generally speaking, a good chunk of your sphere is going to be family and friends. So this is not an indictment on working with family or friends, nor is it a big endorsement that that's the only place you should go. But especially if you're new in this industry, it's probably likely that the first handful of clients are going to be sprinkled with some of these people. And so That's why it's important to talk about all the nuances that come with that, because it's not always the same as working with a cold lead or somebody who you're not too close with. And we're going to tell you why. Yeah. Well, it, it, it is always a challenge. And I think there's always that added pressure when you are working with those individuals. I don't know. Like, I think all of us want to do a good job for every one of our clients, but when it comes to family and friends, I guess, it's a lot more personal. And with that comes a lot of uh, extra anxiety, at least from my perspective. That's what I've always felt. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we've talked in the past about how sometimes you don't even make it that far, right? Like that's one, well, of, yeah. one, of, the, yeah. one of the elements of families and friends or family and friends is that we can't approach this as if all of these people are a slam dunk. Of course, they're going to work right. with me. And we've seen tons of horror stories. They're not even horror stories. We've just seen people griping about it. And we've been in that position as well, I think. Have you? I know I have. Have you had people say no to you that are family or friends? Yeah. Well, it was your friend, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That's true. So, yeah, we've we've definitely. (laughs) So, it's basically all of my friends are a-holes. They say no to us a lot. No, it was just I'm one, joking. but it was understandable. And then he referred me to. Oh, I'm talking parents, about somebody so. different. No, no, no. Well, they. That, oh. He said no to me. 
Oh, was what? it to you? I thought he said no to me. Yeah. No, oh. it was you. You've always said it's to you. And oh, but it was you. I wasn't me. even in real estate yet. That's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, oh, that makes sense. You know what? That's true. I have always said he rejected me, but he never did. <laughs> and I've never said anything. I'm like, well, you, well, you know why? It's because he had going. the talk with he had the talk with me. I remember he called me I and know. explained he to did. me why he wasn't okay, why yeah. he wasn't going with you. That's true. Right. But anyway, the longer I was thinking of somebody <laughs> totally different there. But anyway, um, who are you thinking of? It's it's a discussion for another day. We're not going to go down memory lane things that have gone sour. All right. Um, okay. But the, but the reality okay. is, oh yeah, it was sour. Um, like the Olivia Rodrigo what? album. I'm trying to think now who this person is. Like you worked with them and it went right. sour. No no no. This was another friend of mine that screwed you over. <laughs> it's always me, right? Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That that was different though. Like they they worked with me. It's just I, you know I what? feel okay. like Th- in this that is... situation. Sorry. Th- this is uh, we're just... go- we're going down a really like vague tangent that people listening have I know, no, no idea I was what just we're talking say, about. I think okay, so I think in this specific situation, what happened was do I don't know if we want to say what happened. Well, uh... <laughs> In case these people but, are listening. It's, no, I just, it's, you I know what, it's what happened to me would have happened to anybody. It wouldn't have mattered if it was me or anybody else. Right. So, okay. So let, let's take that then down an actual road that we can make sense of here, because that's one thing that happens when you're dealing with friends or family. Sometimes the rough patches you run into with clients can be amplified when it's a friend of yours that you, as somebody in our position, you expect more. It's almost like you hold your friends or your family to a different standard as your clients to either be more understanding or to Mm -hmm. not do some of these, um, you know, unsavory things, right. That maybe we look past or expect out of those who we're not closer with. Um, however, when that all went down, which was years and years ago, it stung both of us just because mm-hmm. of, of the relationship that had been there. And so I think that's something yeah. interesting. Like we're, we're going to go through the pros and the cons of what it's like and what's good and bad about working with people who we are closer to, but definitely it's something to be aware of, I guess, as a piece of advice is that you do want to treat all of your clients with the exact same duty of care. And we should mm-hmm. also expect the same from them. Right. And it's not always going to go good or bad or otherwise, but you can't hold anybody to a different standard when this is a business relationship and you're representing people in a consistent way, regardless of who they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think the main reason family or friends don't want to work with you is just in the event that something does go down and it's not a good situation they don't want to have to ruin the relationship or say something that's going to make things super uncomfortable. If it's a business relationship and you're working with somebody just solely as the real estate agent and that's your role, um, it's a lot easier to have those difficult discussions. So I think at least from my perspective, what I've seen is that those are the main reasons why somebody doesn't want to work with you if they're your friend or your family, um, which is totally understandable. Like, I think mm-hmm. I would be in a very similar position. I mean, obviously you want to support your friends and family, but it's, it's a tough, tough situation. 
It's, but it's interesting though, because you mentioned in the case where that happened to you, not to me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, this person in this particular case was very open about the reasons why it wasn't like us sneaking behind our back to work with somebody else. Right. But even if it was, it didn't hurt the opportunity to leverage that friendship down the road for referrals Mm -hmm. and building relationships and all that. So, you know, never take these things as a negative because again, it's going to happen. People will consciously not go with you. People will unconsciously not go with you because maybe you haven't been working hard enough to let people know that you are in the business, right? And so if you are Mm -hmm. complacent and expecting that everyone will come to you, it raises that likelihood that they won't, right? And so in those cases, shame on you. But even in cases where someone consciously doesn't go with you and tells you so, that's still not a shame on them. That's just, it's a decision Mm -hmm. that's being made for a reason, right? Yeah. And it's very personal too, because I think of my parents, for example, who did like, basically like there was no other option, like, and they lived in a different city, two hours away from me. And they wanted me to list their house and help them buy a home and understood the negatives, especially working with an agent that's from out of town, but, you know, trusted me to do the job. So I think there's like, family and friends in two separate camps. There's the ones and, and the ones that don't want to give you business aren't bad. It's just like personality wise, they just don't feel comfortable with that sort of relationship. And they are concerned about, you know, maybe souring it um, because of something that might happen. Whereas the other side, I don't think the people that wanted, like, it's not even a question to them. I don't think they even think of those kinds of things that could happen. It's just like, of course I would go with you this you're you're the person that I would always use. So um, I think it's just understanding those two types of people and respecting the decisions that they're making. And for the ones that do want to work with you, I think it's, a, it's important for us to make sure we're letting them know, you know, these are the situations that could come up. And, you know, I just want to make sure that you'll be comfortable, like being very honest and direct with me in those situations so that this whole transaction goes as smoothly as possible. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's the other side of it, right? We're talking a lot about people who might not choose to go with you or unknowingly choose somebody else, but it's not a, just like with any client, you still need to be aware of whether or not you want to go into these relationships as well. And part of what we True. need to talk about yeah. now is what are the pros and cons of working mm-hmm. with, you know, friends and family? I think the pros definitely outweigh the cons. However, just like with a cold lead or a warm lead or anybody, there's going to be situations where it's not in your best interest to take on a friend or family client, right? Maybe you do it anyway, because it just, it is what it is, but you need to be aware of the risks that are in place. The same way you just said, you need to be able to discuss that and get ahead of it with these people. For yourself, you need to be able to identify, is this someone I actually want to work with? Is this going to be a relationship and a situation that's going to play out well? Or do the cons outweigh the pros? Um, Right. I mean, going through some of that risk assessment, I think a couple of things that jump off the page are, number one, like what's the state of your actual relationship? right? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you interact with this person? Um, 
you know, uh, are you abrasive with each other in a, you know, in a family friends kind of way, but is it the kind of thing that you could see going sour very easily should things yeah. not go, you know, the way you draw them up? Because we have that concern right. with every client, things don't always go exactly as planned. But in these particular situations, you have the benefit of knowing the relationship ahead of time and knowing how things could be impacted, positive or negative, by things yeah. that happen. Um, I mean, I've got a list I could keep shooting off, but well, I think I think one an, another one is just the whole commission discussion is mm-hmm. is a is a touchy subject because as your friend or your, your family member, I think some people assume that you're going to give them a break. Some people assume you'll just work for free. Um, and others want to pay you what you're worth and what your value is. So it's that that's always, I think one of the negatives just because it becomes kind of an awkward conversation. And I think you need to know how you want to approach it and provide them with that choice. Like, you know, this is how I work. This is how much I charge. Um, and everybody makes these personal decisions. Like if it's your mom or your dad, like maybe most people, well, maybe not most people, but some people will give them a break. Um, and Mm -hmm. that's understandable, but I think it's a very personal business decision. If those two words can go together, but, um, yeah, it's probably, this is the biggest place where that could work with a personal business decision. That's what this is. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's likely that friends or family will expect or ask for some sort of a break, or you'll feel the obligation to provide a discount or a deal or something, but you need to know where that lies in yeah. your own comfort. Right. And yeah. you, you might not look at it through the same uh, lens as working with somebody else who you might feel compelled to give a discount to, right? Like typically you probably feel a greater obligation. Maybe not. It depends on friends and family and what they say and what they expect, but it's unhealthy yeah. to enter a, a relationship with anybody where the terms are not something that's suitable and acceptable to you in your business, right? It also right. speaks to how busy are you, right? Like if you're yeah. bogged down with clients who are all, you know, doing things in the way that you have built your business, you might not be able to provide adequate service, especially at like a massive discount, or you might feel right. uncomfortable doing that. So You've got to be able to evaluate in the, in the lens of your business, what this might look like dollars and cents wise, time wise, and uh, sanity wise in a lot Mm -hmm. of senses. Like, how is this relationship going to move forward? What's expected of you? Um, Is there, you know, some unspoken entitlement that friends and family might have that makes you uncomfortable? Um, And then again, if things don't go well. Is this going to impact your relationship? I know that in in our case, that person who said they weren't going to go with us, it was because of that. It was just getting ahead of, listen, Mm -hmm. you're probably going to kick ass and do a great job, but I'm hard to work with. This is the client talking. And I I don't want that to get in the way of our friendship. Like I don't want to have to yell at you because that's not how we operate. I'd rather be able to yell at somebody else and keep what we Mm -hmm. have solid. Even if it means you're not getting X dollars or whatever, friendship's more important than that, or family's more important than that. And that's fair. You need yeah. to be able to identify that and, and use that. So definitely like looking at those as potential risks is something to identify ahead of time. But as we said, 
and I think you agree. I know I said it, but I think you agree. The pros generally will outweigh the cons here, especially if you're new in the industry or newer in the mm-hmm. industry. Um, yeah. And I mean, at the core of it all, before we get into like the specifics of it, it's because you know these people better than anybody else. And these people know you better than anybody else. And that's at the, yeah. that's the meat of what we talk about with every client building relationship is you want to get to that level from square yeah. one with people you don't know. You've got a head start with understanding personality situations, you know, uh, the way they react to certain things, the way to build a rapport. You've got all that already. And so yeah. you enter these relationships with a head start that allows you to do your job in as effective a way as possible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's it, it's a lot. And I think, it, I, as you mentioned before, it comes down to people's personality as well. And if it's a cold lead or a fan, friend or family, it, you know how they work. And so you kind of have to make an assessment based on that and whether you're comfortable moving forward. So, yeah, yeah. I was going to say something else, but now I've lost my train of thought. I, so saw, I, I, I was trying to cue you up for what you wanted to say there. That, but yeah. uh, I can keep going. You, you can like raise your hand when you're ready. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I mean, so, so building on that, then I think um, the other nice thing about working with friends and family is usually you're able to be considerably more transparent with them or it's easier yeah. to be transparent and honest about things. And that goes both ways, right? Like, so mm. I find that when I work with, and we like full disclosure, And this isn't to be cheesy, but I think you can say the same thing. Like when we take on clients very quickly, they become friends for the most part, right? Like we're not going out for beers with anybody really ever, (laughs) like in our real, in our real life or not. But I think part of the relationship building we do is building a friendship in such a way that it allows both sides to feel comfortable enough to tell it like it is and to be honest and Mm -hmm. transparent with one another. And so when you're working with friends and family, taking the knowing them and knowing, you know, all about them to the next level, you're able then to leverage that. And they're able to leverage that to you in the things that they say, in the things that they say to be able to maybe explain where there's a problem, tell you that the track you're on is right or wrong, but then also for you to lay it, like lay it out there with them as well and level with them. about Here's something that's up right now. And I need to tell you about it because you know, we feel an obligation to be honest with our friends and our family as much or more than anybody else. Yeah. 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 I I mean, I think it depends on the relationship too, because sometimes family or friends, you're a little more hesitant to be open and honest with like you. So I think it depends on the relationship that you have and and your own personality too. But I, I do see what you're saying with that aspect of things. I found that when I started out, it wasn't necessarily like my close friends and family that I did business with, but it was more acquaintances. And I felt like there was a degree of a nice degree of separation where there wasn't so much personal understanding between each other that you could make it more of a business relationship that way. Um, so, you know, people that you used to work with or friends or family or sorry, not friend family, but friends like you went to university with, like a lot of those people were people that I started doing business with. And because I didn't have so much of a real, like close relationship, it made it a little bit easier. Um, so that was just, that's just my, from my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a balance for sure. Like being too close with someone can make things 
I don't want to say too honest and too transparent. Yeah. But- yeah. Well, what I'm, I'm, I want to get at is when we talked about like the Legion boot camp, as I'm kind of going back towards what we were talking about then, it's very important to distinguish between like, you know, we, we talk about friends and family. And I think a lot of people have like a limited understanding of not understanding, but a limited number of people that they would consider friends and family. But I think if you open yourself up to all of the acquaintances that you've had over the years, the database just blows up and the potential is there. And I just find it's, it even gives you a greater opportunity to catch up with those people because maybe you haven't seen them since university or maybe you haven't talked to them for the last few months. So going for a coffee or having a chat by phone or whatever it might be, it's just, it's, it's just so easy. And then the conversation flows from there. So if you are kind of struggling to find like, what, what's my sphere of influence, really take a look at who your past acquaintances are and go on Facebook or Instagram because a lot of those people will be likely following you and on there. Well, when they're not super close to, I think uh, what you were getting at with the whole business side of things too, is you're able to paint a clearer picture about what you do in your mm-hmm. profession as well, right? Like yeah. se- separating the job from the person is still important for us. And when you're too yeah. much in you know, the friend zone or the family zone with someone you're super close with, the lines get yeah. blurred a bit, even to the importance of what you do with some people, yeah. right? Or or yeah. how hard you actually work because people know you for what they know outside of your job. And so True. the farther you get from those close relationships, the easier it is to rebuild or build a relationship built around what your job is as well right it doesn't mean don't mm-hmm. have a friendship but it does mean that the context of the conversation is easier to explain you know the the complexity of our job because too many people especially those closest to us it's easy for them to make light of how hard we work and what is in what's involved in being in real estate um yeah. And they can be, you know, in some cases, they they probably are more honest with us than anybody else. Maybe it is what people think in general is about the profession. And it's just those closest to us who will say, man, like I see what's on the news. I see how much people are like mm-hmm. crapping on realtors, all that. There's value in that yeah. again. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the <laughs> honesty is great, but the truth hurts too. And like, we've got to kind of backtrack. Yeah. And make sure that if you're going to work with these people who are being brutally honest with you, that you've got to return the favor and say, hey, like, I'm going to bust my ass here for you here, right? Like, this isn't right. This isn't you doing me a favor or me doing you a favor. Right. This is a business yeah, relationship. That's important. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I find I've ran into quite a few times is almost assuming that people like... it's weird. I don't know if you've ever had this happen before, but like, you know, a friend or an acquaintance will start chatting with me on social media or whatever it is about real estate or about like their house that they want to sell. But all along they have an agent that they're working with. I don't know if you've had that happen before. And then at some point in them, sorry, you froze for a sec. Um, They dropped the fact that, (laughs) Sorry, you went from like one side of the screen to another. You, you were you were so frozen weird. too. I, I just was waiting for you. 
but now um, you're now you're in glorious technicolor good? oh you never okay. look better <laughs> so oh, no all I'm saying is that like I've had that like then they just like throw in oh I you know I I'm selling I'm putting my listing my house with my agent this week and it's just like oh okay like I you know and it's my fault for making the assumption like maybe I should have asked but but, it's not uh, like I assumed I would get the business. It was just that like they were talking to me about their real estate. So right. I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> well, so so that raises another point then too, which is we, I mean, I, I know that we're both like this, but I think people, if they knew that a friend or family was working with another agent, I don't know that yeah. every person out there would be as willing to give advice and to help them out just because they're friends or family, right? Like, yeah. The same way that, you know, if we go to a family member's house, who's, I mean, a doctor is a bad example because they're not like transactional on the money they make, but you know, they're not my family doctor, but I still want their advice. Like I still want to talk to people I trust, even though I'm going to somebody else. And I know it stings when you find out like, oh crap, like they were with somebody else the whole time, but I wouldn't have done anything different necessarily. I don't know if you're different, but I wouldn't have said, oh, well, if you're working with someone, talk to them. Maybe for some things. If it comes to like, yeah, uh, if it yeah. comes for th- with things that I guess would impact what that relationship represents and what the job of the realtor yeah. is, I wouldn't start yeah. offering advice that would taint that. But yeah. generally speaking, like opinions of the market, things like that, I'm not going to say, oh, well, I can't give you my opinion to the market because you're working with somebody, right? Right, yeah, yeah, totally. Agreed. Hmm. Well, that's good. Hmm. Uh, I, the, the thing here is, again, these are truly the easiest leads that are out there, whether or not they pan out, they're the easiest conversations to have, not just the close friends and family, like Katie was saying, like anybody in your sphere, yeah. this is where you're going to be starting. And if you're started and you hadn't gone there, circle back and go there and stay on top of these people throughout your career, because these are the lowest hanging fruit. And you mm-hmm. need to be aware of the fact that they're going to bring you the most business referrals, network, all of that going forward. That's going to make your life a lot Hopefully. easier and more comfortable. <laughs> well, they should, but it's, yeah. it's with, well they, under- sh- well, they shouldn't. It's just not that I expected it's an them, easy place to start. Yeah. It's just, you are building a business like any, it doesn't have to be real estate. You know, if you were opening a bakery, the first people yeah. you're going to call are your friends and your family. Come try the crumpets, <laughs> whatever, right? Crumpets? I don't know. Um, you know, try try my bagels. Um, but crumpets? Is, are crumpets even a thing? What do you mean are crumpets? <laughs> are crumpets a thing? Sorry, I've been gluten free for almost <laughs> half of my life. I don't know what crumpets are. <laughs> Can I just go to like a loaf of bread? Is that still something you're familiar with? I am. Are crumpets like biscuits? Sure. Crumpets are like little baked goods. Little baked. I'll like look up a picture and send you a picture of a crumpet. Are you thinking about trumpets now? (laughs) I I just, yeah, no, that that word isn't familiar to me. Crumpets. I don't know why. I think it's made up. Should I have gone with like scones? It's similar, but I think you know what a scone is. I don't know know why I said. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Is that like a scone? Yeah. So anyway interrupt no it's it's totally good that's what that's what family and friends do yeah crumpets are a thing <laughs> a small griddle bit bread 
Oh, that's not what it, it looks like a pancake. Really? Yeah. This is what it's saying a crumpet looks like. Okay. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a biscuit. It's like a pancake. It looks, like, a... it looks like a combination of a pancake with an English muffin. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I thought it to be more like an English muffin, not a pancake though. That's thrown me off that okay. it looks like a pancake. <laughs> wow. All right. All, all of this because I opened the a bakery for know. my family and friends. I guess I'm not selling crumpets <laughs> at my bakery because I wouldn't be making the right thing. They look good actually. I'm hungry. I want some. You can't have one, I'll I don't have a think. Crumpet. We'll look for we'll look for some gluten free crumpets. I should yeah, that would be a challenge, but yes. Oh, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if when this actually gets recorded or when this goes like into the post production, whatever we want to call it, if all of these freezes are going to be part of that or if it's just going to be worked out. But you've been all over the place. <laughs> this, I don't know how I am, but like it keeps being like these frozen. We're just, faces we're just and... gonna. I, I'm not even. I don't even want to put this on YouTube. No, no, like, there won't I mean... be any video of this one. Just uh, yeah. for those of you listening, if there's pauses in the action, just imagine each of us contorted in frozen face mode, and uh, yeah, that's what that's what we've come to do. But this is what you do when the kids are on summer break and we're in two different places and want to make this that's work true. to bring the content. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. If we're going to stick with the idea of being transparent and honest with each other, which is what friends and family should do, I think we've said all we need to say for this particular episode. I agree. I concur. I think we are good. Yeah. All right, then. Well, then <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in. Tell us your stories about family and friends, because every time we bring this up, we tend to only get the horror stories of the people who didn't go with them. But this can yeah. really be, and it has been a great way, not just to get good business, but some of the best transactions and experiences and even building friendships come through working with your friends and family as well. Right. So right. Um, when, and if you've got clients or potential clients that are really close to you, be honest with them, get ahead of the risks, but really enjoy it and use it as the best learning experience you could have, because these are the people who are not going to in theory, they're not going to be like ripping apart your business. If things go wrong, these are the best people. I think you don't want to use them as test test dummies or anything like that. But mm -hmm. I think getting feedback in an honest and transparent way is going to come the easiest from people who are closest to you. So leverage it to grow your business and to build what you do. And, mm -hmm. and honestly, for a lot of them to set a very good goal for where to get to with people who aren't friends and family. Or as you build in your acquaintances and new leads up the ladder, you know, you want them to get to this point where you've got the good rapport and you're able to, to move forward with them for future business with them, for mm -hmm. future relationship with them and for future referrals with them as well. Exactly. Cool. I have a confession to make. It has you've nothing been, to do with. You've been distracted by something this entire episode. No, no. I've actually been uncomfortable because I'm in our bed right now, like leaning really awkwardly, but um, I'm now behind a closed door with the kids thinking that I'm doing a podcast. So I might just turn on Netflix and watch the first half of Ozark that we watched. That, yes. Oh, last night so so the so confession up. is you had the ultimate sleep nod. It was like, and, I know, and I felt bad because literally I was fall. Okay. Okay. Back up. 
I am the worst for watching shows and it drives Daniel crazy. And I understand why, because I will be turned on a show and within minutes I am dozing off and I am so out of it. So last night I was so tired, but like, I just want to watch a show. I just want to lay back and enjoy a good show. So last night I was you so laid tired. Back. I laid back and I was just like, I was nodding off the whole time. So like I was just catching pieces and it looked like a crazy episode and you're reacting and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> but I'm, I'm lying on your shoulder. So you don't see me dozing off. Usually you have a better do, look. Do you at not remember eyes. me? Do you remember me calling you out for the shoulder lean or you don't even yes, remember that? I do. And I'm like, listen, yeah. I'm not going to ask you or be all over you about the sleeping. Cause I can't see your eyes right now. I know, but, like this is perfect. And you were like, and you were like, <laughs> like I, I kind of felt oh, you God. were sleeping for most of that, but I tried yeah. my hardest not to call you out or get you upset. You did good because, like, yeah, you. Well, it's so. Stupid. It was a good episode, like, though, I, or the first yeah, half of well, it. Half, half of the episode. So I'm gonna try to watch that now, so that come maybe we can watch the rest of it a little bit earlier, so I don't fall asleep tonight. All right, take take note. Because I like the show. Off. Don't get me wrong. I'm just like brutally brutal at brutally staying brutal. awake after ten o'clock, and our well, kids doesn't. I, I don't want to be awake then either. So late that, now. That's the problem. Like, I don't even want to watch anything put, that late. We used to put them to bed at like eight o'clock. So like watching a show at eight thirty nine o'clock was perfect. But now they're not going to bed until like ten o'clock. But I still want to have a show to look forward to but i can't do it i'm so tired Ugh. i, I don't so, want anyway. to i do i do it it's like it's like i, I feel like we need to, to but i enjoy i know but i like it i like no, no, having I, a show I, I like the idea of a show as well i like yeah. doing it it's just there's so many slings and arrows coming at us if it's not you falling it's asleep true. then it's the kids coming in eight times during the swearing violent loud and i know it's of, just Ozark, uh, yeah. it takes for a, for a one hour episode it takes us four and a half days there's people it's who so binge true. watch these things i like i know i am pretty you know what envious. when the kids when the kids go away, like we're going to have a weekend, I feel like we should just binge watch everything. Everything. We're <laughs> going to do every everything. series. Everything. How many series we're can gonna we do? do? I don't know, but I feel like we've missed everybody. always asks us, like, have you watched this? Have we watched this? It's like, no, we watched the answer like, is no. one series. The answer yet. is no. We've seen money. So we're Heist. on Ozark right now. The first season. I mean, this is where we're at in the progression of Netflix series. It's, I it's we're, we're behind. I think the only series we've watched are like, 24 <laughs> and so like old. money heist yes I feel, oh and, and breaking bad that's breaking bad was a good one breaking bad was good but we that's did like I'm, I'm afraid to look at how Squid old Games. breaking bad is Squid. <laughs> it was like six episodes <laughs> and that I know, took us but that took us forever to get had to take us through. a while it felt like 20 episodes and part of money dark. heist we like had that. to do in the office we had like a viewing party in the boardroom because that was the only way to do that's it away true. from our kids so yeah, if anybody yeah. like, actually, I don't even want recommend. We have way more met recommendations than we need. We yeah, haven't seen Game of Ozark Thrones. First. We haven't seen Walking Dead. No. I don't think no. we're going to get into either of those, to be honest, because they're like seven seasons and I don't have the energy for. We're so screwed. Yeah. We need something that's like a good, like eight to 10 episode. <laughs> I need like mini. a five minute show. Like <laughs> you need a five minute show. Five minute episodes every day. 
There's an idea there for someone who just puts together a series of shorts for parents who don't have more than five to 10 minutes at a time to watch. That's true. It should happen. Anyway, all the best to you and yours. All right. We'll see you next week. (laughs) I thought you were going to throw something clever in there, but all it was was a click and a point. Yep. (laughs) All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye. Level up, 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 level up,